This is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own R.B. Well, hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Beaver Tales. In this episode, like usual, we have another immigrant story to share, and this time it's Susanna Baez. Susanna's path to Canadian immigration is like that of any other student. You arrive here as a student, you get the work permit, you work for a few years, and then you become a permanent resident on your way to citizen. I met Susanna at a common professor's dinner party in 2014. She was in her final year of undergraduate program at University of British Columbia, Okanagan. So without further ado, let's hear from Susanna herself. Okay, thanks Susanna uh, for coming on the show first and I appreciate your taking time out on a Saturday morning. And uh, how are you doing? I'm excellent. Thank you. Yeah, the, thanks for asking me to join. Uh, Camila mentioned good things about it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward. All right, cool. So, I know a little bit about you from Camilo, but not too much. So, even I would like to know a little more about you. So, who is Susanna? If you can tell me a little more about your background and the place where you're from. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, so my name is Susanna Baez. I am originally from Colombia. And uh, that's where I was born, but I grew up in Ecuador. That's where I grew up, and then that's where my parents are right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the age of 18, I decided to study abroad. So I came all the way to Kelowna, uh, BC, in Canada here uh, to continue or to pursue my university degree. Okay. So, yeah, this is where I completed my university, and I've been working here uh, ever since. Okay. So out of all the places, all the universities, why Kelowna? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, that's funny, actually, because I was applying to, at the time, I was applying to uh, UBC in general. I don't recall um, having clear in my, like, you know, in my research, all that, that there were two separate campuses. Like, I, to me, like at, at that time, it was just like UBC, and I applied, and I my intent was actually to end up in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then it was not all, it was only, and then I applied to some other ones like Simon Fraser and Victoria and then a few in the States, but I had, a, I really wanted to just come to Canada. So that was kind of at the top of my list. And then I think it was not until I um, booked my flights that I realized, oh, Cologne is actually a different city. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up here. I, I had no, I'd never been to Canada before and I just booked my flights and I initially thought it would be Vancouver, but then halfway through the process, like, oh, I guess I'm going to a different city. Mm. So it was uh, pretty funny how that worked out. Yeah. So, so Canada, you mentioned, so why out of all the countries, and especially people, international students, when they first decide to go abroad, U.S. is the first preference, then it's Canada. Have you heard about Canada before or were you had, did you have relatives at that? Yeah, that's true. Um, at the time when I was deciding where to go, I, well, at first I, I did go to an American high school in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. It was an international slash American high school there, and 
they basically prepared us to like right from the get-go like the everybody was going to study abroad so it was all just a matter of okay choosing and figuring out where I was between Canada and Spain I think the states never really attracted me might have been the prices I can't remember but just I wasn't really excited about going to the states it was more like the a program that I saw university that I saw in Spain actually was uh, I was very interested in and then uh, and in Canada and then I think I just kind of wanted to continue pra- um, just in English like practicing English learning in English so I knew that going to Spain that would have been that would have not happened right I, that would have been like my program would have been just in Spanish and okay. I think and then just the idea of coming to Canada as well like I've never been to Canada before and um, I've always heard good things about it. Just mm-hmm. like, that it's a land of like so much, so many opportunities. They need people. Um, better at the time, it was also like better political situation, okay. and yeah, just so a little, so many factors that just kind of like helped me make that decision of yeah, I think this is it. This is where I'm gonna go. Okay, so you have spent most part of your life in Ecuador or in Colombia? Ecuador. Ecuador. So how was growing up in Ecuador like? Yeah, it was, well, it's one of those things that I, that's where I grew up and I, I don't know if it would have been better in Colombia or there, but I mean, I had a pretty good childhood there. I grew up and my, my parents, my brother and my sister, and so we had a pretty good upbringing. Um, my family values education a lot. So they, they always like made sure we were in the, in good schools. I went to a, a private school there. Okay. And, yeah, family was great, and we're very all like family oriented, and mm-hmm. we would visit our family in Colombia quite often as well, and then they would visit us too. So it was pretty good. Yeah, Ecuador's beautiful. Which city in Ecuador are you talking? About? I was. I grew up in the coast. Uh, it's called Guayaquil. Okay. Yeah. Guayaquil. Guayaquil. Did I pronounce it right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got it right the first time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, how was uh, what was expectations when you got uh, selected or when you had uh, your admissions for Canada? You have no, you have. I guess you had never been to Canada before. No, never been to Canada before. Okay, and what were the expectations? So I had to apply for a study permit and that took a while. That was a long process. Actually, that took so long that I thought, okay, well, I guess that's not going to work. I, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not going because it took forever and it was already like I needed um, the deadline to accept the admission. And then, I don't know, it was just, I, I, remember, I remember it being a really long process. And so I had to apply for the visa. And then once it arrived, just basically mm-hmm. get, gathering all the documents for traveling, packing up and then, and then off I went. I went initially. My parents came with me, so that was nice and helpful. Okay. They came with me, and mm. the initial expectation was basically just, yeah, come up here and complete my four-year degree, and then whatever, see what happens. I never had a plan to stay. Mm. So I was just kind of like hoping, okay, I'll complete my degree and you know experience that abroad, um, you know, adventure and just mm. kind of chapter that was really exciting for me and it was hard like letting go of family of course because I'm really close to my family so that was very hard at the beginning but I was happy with my decision and they were very supportive as well mm. so any yeah. any cultural shocks or differences do you notice initially when you came over here lots oh yes big big culture shock um well and then also it was my first time away from family mm-hmm. but also just like different continent different country um I was 
I was worried. I was worried that like, oh, like I, I don't know. Will will I make friends in Canada? Will people want to you know talk to me? I'm like just kind of this, the all of these mixed emotions and like and then also arriving into this. I, I initially thought, uh, oh yeah, this is a very small town. Like, will I have any opportunities here? Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very shocked. Like, I think the initial year, the first year was very hard to the point where I was considering just going back home altogether because I. I didn't like it at the beginning. It was it was maybe you know, just a whole combination of yeah, I was young, it was you know all new and and weird and scary. But mm-hmm. after the second year, it was all. I mean, after that first year, I mean, um, it all got better. I mean, it's, okay. yeah. And which year are we talking about? Your first year over here, which year? Right, I arrived uh, September of two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine. Oh, it's almost ten years you've been here. That's right. Yeah. And I came to Kelowna 2013 and that time Kelowna was a small town still yeah. is but 2009 it was wow. It was tiny. Yes, I remember um uh, yeah, I remember my parents also being like, "Okay, well, make sure you get out of this town really really fast because there's nothing there's going to be nothing here for you." Okay. And that kind of like put that little bug in my head like, "Oh my god, okay, what okay, whatever, like, I'll just see what I can do. I'll try to transfer. I tried to transfer, but I couldn't. I mm-hmm. got accepted in Vancouver uh, at the Sauter School of Business. Mm-hmm. Um, here I completed my bachelor in management. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just uh, tried, but then, I don't know, it just, it grew on me, obviously. Uh, year after year, I started, I started like thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm here, like getting accepted to this university wasn't easy, right? So mm-hmm. I I was really happy with the decision and uh, being accepted. I was really uh, grateful. So I kind of just decided, okay, I need to make the best out of this experience. I want to be involved. I want to make a difference for myself and like see if I can impact others along the way. So Mm -hmm. after year one, which was the hardest, I decided to, you know, try to connect with people, make make more friends, Mm -hmm. find a job and uh, be involved. I was very involved with extracurricular. So I was a... yeah, I, I, I considered myself like, okay, I, like at the end of my degree, I was like, yeah, I, I was very involved and uh, few like in a few like leadership roles kind of thing, like in the student union, mm. I was part of the Senate, and then I was, I mentored first year students as well. So that was very, very, very gratifying experience. I loved doing that. So just I was making, trying to make sure that my university was not only about, oh yeah, me getting a degree and going to class. Like I, I wanted more out of that. Mm-hmm. And then I realized once I did that, oh yeah, it just completely like changed, changed it for me. Like I loved every second of it, and I I look back now and I feel like wow, I I loved my university experience. Okay, yeah. I remember I met you first in I think 2014. It was uh, uh, Professor Eric Lee's uh, dinner, uh, I guess. Oh yes, yes. And mm-hmm. he had bought a new home, and at that time I came across you, and you came across to me as like uh, an independent young woman and who is enjoying her life. And how different is the Susie that I met in 2014 from the one that came over here in 2009? Oh yeah, um, very different. <laughs> yeah, very different. I when I first arrived, I yeah I had all these like dreams or like aspirations in my head like of course I want to be independent I want to you know get a job like eventually get my own house um and then when I arrived back in 2009 I was 18 so yeah I was still pretty young Mm -hmm. um very 
shy. I was very, very, very shy. Uh, very, it was very hard for me to open up and like make friends initially. Mm. I think it was just some connections that I made, some friends that I made later in that year that kind of, you know, you know how when you surround yourself with the right people like that, mm. it's a make it or break it, right? Like I, that I met the right people and they just okay. influenced me in the right way that like, I, I it, it allowed me to open up and express myself and just, mm-hmm have more confidence in myself so okay. yeah very different and what made you like uh, Kelowna besides the friends network that you have over here I uh, well I started to be able to explore more about Kelowna and it's just beautiful and also to compare it with I mean I had a pretty good uh, childhood and life back home mm-hmm. but also here I just I feel safe I always I've always felt very safe in this town mm. um i got my driver's license uh here back in 2013 and then you just i don't know i just started liking how easy it was to just get around and and just yeah i love the feeling that that feeling of independence right like at, back home it would be different because i it was i mean I, as much as i was missing my family i, I really liked here having my mm. my own life and control of like i i can go anywhere and i can and I enjoy what I do for work. Okay. And yeah. All your expectations, and not just Kelowna, all your expectations about Canada, were they all met after you arrived and after you settled in? Yes. After I, was, well, yeah, after I arrived, after I was settled in, um, it was way better. It's actually, yeah, way better than I expected. I think I had very, maybe I had very few expectations initially when I, before I came to Canada, because I, didn't really know much about it. I knew I knew some people from Canada um, that lived in Ecuador, so they would tell me about it. All I knew really was, okay, it's going to be very cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, the winters are rough. Mm. And so, yeah, it was my first time seeing snow, experiencing the cold. I mean, but obviously I, I'm, I'm glad I ended up in this part of Canada because I'm sure there's colder places. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, I'm really happy I ended up here. Okay, and how is life now? Life is good. Yeah, I'm still actually with the same job that I, once I graduated university, I started working at this company here in Kelowna um, and it's called Centos and I'm still with them. It's been uh, almost six, almost, yeah, almost seven years now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the people that I work with and yeah, I, I really like where things are at right now. And how about your parents? Do they like the city better now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're um, they're very supportive, and they they, they saw they instantly. Obviously, they they saw that change in me, and they saw they thought, okay, wow, like this. Mm. And they're very happy for me. They're very supportive, and they just love how much being here has helped me open up, and they they see me grow in 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 good, in good ways. And it, I mean, and there's been ups and downs, but they they yeah, they love they love the city and if they could they would come back to visit more often but it's just too far for them <laughs> and they don't they don't like the cold mm-hmm. okay yeah. it's no country is perfect and i agree even canada has its uh, uh, disadvantages or drawbacks yeah. couple of things or one things or some things that you would like to talk about that where canadians or canada can improve in general that can improve in general. Um, are you things you found out are missing? Yeah, well, some things. Maybe it's, it's part of the culture, uh, or maybe it's just being here in a in a small smaller town uh, like Kelowna. Maybe it doesn't have as much of that, you know, the options 
for to explore like more cultural mm-hmm. events, you know, like the big cities like Vancouver have in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe is is your question just kind of in general, like you know, for Canada? Oh yeah, for Canada. Oh, one thing that they would change. I don't know if I would change anything for Canadians. Canadians are pretty. Um, they're not afraid to travel and explore. I maybe it, it might pertain more to uh, to here. Like I, I wish more people would go out there and travel the world, right? Like the, the world's not just about small town Kelowna. Okay. Um, yeah. And and I should say, and if I never got a chance to say congratulations on your engagement. Oh, thank you. And, uh, how's life changed after that in any way? Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, not very much. <laughs> We're still in the process of planning our uh, our wedding. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, we figured, we realized, okay, we're very excited, but we also realized, man, that is, it's going to be a lot of work because his parents are in one country, my parents are in another country, and we are in a whole different continent. So okay. logistic-wise, that's, yeah, it's going to be it's kind of daunting, but we're very excited. We are hoping, like, next year end of the year kind of thing we're, we're in no rush we're yeah we're just kind of really happy enjoying our engagement and we're just really happy yeah and i love his family and he met mine last um this christmas this past christmas so mm-hmm. yeah things are really good and how does the future look for you as an individual as a as a businesswoman uh, as a person who is in the corporate world how does the future look for you in canada yeah, well, I I look forward to obviously staying in Canada. This is a great place uh, that I've kind of settled in now, and I I, mean, I intend to stay here for mm-hmm. as much as I can. Obviously, things can change. I mean, ten ten years ago, I would never never have thought that I I would end up here, right? So, mm-hmm. but I intend to. I love the company where I'm at too. So I I am continuing to work hard to like keep moving up the ladder there, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, just staying here, and in, in in the future, I'm not. I don't think near, but in the future, we want to start a family. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just so many changes, exciting changes. That yeah, I just love the lifestyle here, and the the work life balance uh, here is I really enjoy as well. So yeah, that's yeah. something even I appreciate the work life balance. Yes. Like weekends, nobody bothers you. I'm getting the text messages, but these are mainly from family back home. But the yeah. uh, rest of the time, after six, nobody is uh, bothering you with anything. Exactly. Nobody wants to disturb you. Everybody has a family plans of their own, and they want to go out and enjoy. And especially it's summer now, so people are going hiking, camping, and all those uh, outdoor activities. Exactly. It's beautiful. I know. It's yeah. It's, it's something that I talk about to my family every time, and then they're and then. Through me, they're they're getting to know Kelowna even more, and they're like, "Wow!" Like each time, there's just more to Kelowna um, than they thought of, right? Like it's not just a small town; okay. uh, it's very far away and just and cold in the winter. Like, no, it's beautiful. And when was the last time they came over here in Kelowna? Your family? Oh yeah, uh, my family. The last time must have been twenty two thousand eleven, maybe two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Eight years back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It has, the city has changed. In fact, in, in my tenure over here, six years, it has changed a lot. But eight years is still a longer time. Yes, I've seen it change a lot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So have you been to other cities besides Kelowna in Canada? In, not a lot. I've been, well, I've been obviously to Vancouver, mm. um, Edmonton, Calgary. 
Mm. And then out east, I've been to Toronto, and that is all. <laughs> okay. So yeah. if I may, if I can count on my, uh, it's Edmonton, it's Calgary, it's Toronto, it's Vancouver, and the place you live in Kelowna. That's so right. I asked the same question to Cami as well. Pick the favorite one. Yeah, I know it might be Kelowna, but still, I'll give you a chance. Pick the favorite one out of these cities. Out of the cities that I've been to, um, I guess Vancouver. And why so? I think Vancouver kind of has that combination. I mean, in the perfect world, if you can afford to even be there, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, found it, I find it very expensive. But I do, I love Vancouver because it's kind of, a, I see it as a combination of, it's Kelowna mixed with, you know, a big city vibe, but it's not really a big city. Like it's, it tries to be a big city, but it's yeah. still kind of that, ha, has that laid back um, feel. So, okay. and then obviously, and then it has so many options of, different events, you know, like food events, festivals, music, um, which, we, uh, which we both like, yeah, Kami and I. So I don't know, I don't know, what, what did he say? He said the same thing. He likes Vancouver, mm-hmm. number one, his city. And I, I don't know if you planned it, but he also mentioned Vancouver exactly for the same reasons. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> well, no we we didn't good. talk about it before, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, and I sent him a couple of links after that, that Kelowna is not that bad. There are may, may not be those big events are scene is not that big but still it is there there was a van gogh exhibition with wine and all then yeah, yeah it's not a bad thing to enjoy i sent him a couple of links to events coming up in future in Kelowna. exactly yeah well and it's funny because it's interesting that i've seen Kelowna as a with different eyes right because i've seen i started in Kelowna as a student you know not not a lot of money at all mm-hmm. so it's one thing being a student and being in a city where you know, yeah, of course, Kelowna could offer all these things, but if you have no money, then no. It's mm, <laughs> and then now working, like I obviously that's helped as a as a full time uh, employee. Now I can, yeah, enjoy more things because I I can afford more things now. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. And uh, uh, which one is the least favorite? I wouldn't say least least favorite in your perspective of the cities you mentioned. Oh, of the cities I've visited, um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it can't be. I don't know if it's the least favorite. I don't know too much about these places that I've been to, but um, I did not like well Edmonton. I guess of all the places that I've that I've visited. I mean, I was there for a weekend, so I don't know if that counts as, as me. Yeah, two days. Going all of Edmonton, but just kind of what I saw. I after me after obviously living here for this long. I, this is so beautiful, and then going there. All I saw was like flat and then I was inside a mall for the rest of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> no. Edmonton, yeah, it hits you. I've never been to, I've seen pictures because I have a few friends who stay there. I never got a chance to be there. They do have this biggest mall in North America. But besides that, it's cold and flat. Yeah. And for a person going from BC with all these views and uh, the scenery surrounding him and all of a sudden you land up in nothing around, it's flat. Yes. <laughs> and I found the same thing in Toronto or Ontario. It's, it's like fields, fields and flats all the, all the way. Yeah, I liked, I liked some parts of Toronto, but <clears throat> in general, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can see myself living there. Yeah. I don't know. So... Coming on to the last part, and one question that I ask usually all my uh, participants is, you have been a student, 
you became a permanent resident and now you're on your track to become a citizen. If uh, I don't know if you already have become a citizen, but if you're on track to become a citizen, what is your suggestion to people who are planning to come to Canada? Maybe as a student, maybe as immigrants. Yes, uh, good research. Very, very good. Uh, make sure you ask questions to even if you know someone already in the country mm-hmm. who has gone through the same process, ask them questions, but don't rely solely on that because uh, rules tend to change so often here. Like every year they could put in like a new rule kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. make sure they, you do a lot of research and if once you arrive to the country, uh, make sure you hire or if you want, like a, at least a consultant, an immigration consultant, it's always helpful. Okay. I, I, did, I just did that. Uh, I just submitted my citizenship application actually a few mm. months ago. Mm. So yeah, going to a, an immigration consultant was very useful because the, you know, it's just the little things like if you are trying to immigrate to Canada and like say, like you use an, an outdated form that is maybe only like a few weeks old, mm. like that, that alone can get you um you know can delay your process and they can can get your application denied like it's just those little things that like if you're on your own and you don't ask any questions you don't know Mm -hmm. so yeah that's definitely a big big advice would you recommend them coming to Kelowna yes absolutely yeah absolutely Kelowna is growing so much and it's I see it as it's even more welcoming now and yeah, Kelowna just has a lot to offer. There's so many people think Kelowna don't doesn't. It, there's not a lot of job opportunities here, but there are. Like you just have to, you know, it, you have to look. And people are people are looking for talent. Like I, I work in the in the corporate world, and I do hear that a lot. Like people, they want hire. They just they just want to see more people applying, more good qualified people apply. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely encourage more people to come to Kelowna for sure. Yeah, because most of the time when you ask immigrants, their choices are Vancouver, Toronto, Edmonton, yeah. Montreal, these four exactly. or five cities. Exactly, and naturally people tend to gravitate to these nat- like big uh, metropolitan cities. And mm-hmm. that makes sense because obviously I was doing that in the beginning as well. And yeah, I, mean, it, it got, it, I think it depends on the industry as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Yeah. So Kelowna can be a hard place initially because if you don't get a job, but there are jobs over here and you just yeah. got to be patient. Exactly. Mm, that's what I found out. Yeah, networking has been big. I, I still do some networking here just to keep up with, okay, what else is going on? And I'm part of, I'm actually a member of the uh, Colonia um, Junior Chamber of International, JCI, mm-hmm. so JCs. And it's a, do, do you know much about it? No, I don't. If you can explain a little more. Yeah, so I, I joined a year ago through my work, actually. They, they um, suggested I had never heard of it before. So basically, it's a uh, it's an international network, but mm-hmm. the Kelowna chapter. And a brief summary is basically just young people, young leaders in the community who want to who offer, uh, you know, events or programs for professional development, personal mm-hmm. development, or networking, making friends. Um, and they, they, they host several um, leadership, like if you want to practice your, your public speaking skills, they host um, mm-hmm. trainings like that. Or if you just want to make friends, you go to meetings like that. Like it's just kind of like a, a neat little network. And, and we support the community as well, doing like fundraisers for like the food bank kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a really cool Cool way to meet more people as well. And you met interesting people through that, I guess, then. 
yeah, it's just, it, it's been really cool. Like, it, I mean, work has been keeping, keeping me so busy lately that I haven't been able to go to the recent meetings, but the, some events that I have joined with them, it's, it's just really cool to see like all these young leaders in Kelowna, mm. uh, all the things that everyone that they're doing and, you know, it's, it's just, it's, I love the energy and it, yeah, there's always going on and it's, I would recommend it if people are struggling to meet people, other people like this is, this would be a really good way to, yeah, to meet people local. And then if you, anything, if you were looking for a realtor, if you're looking for a photographer, like these people know all these people. So it's good connections to have for sure. Mm -hmm. That's something I think many of the immigrants miss initially is the networking because when we come yeah. from different countries, all we know is, okay, we have a very good resume. We have experience and all we need to do is go online and apply but mm -hmm. things work a little different here. You need yeah. to have a network. You need to know reference or you need to have references or know people who can recommend you for an interview. It's just interview, not the job. But then it's up to you from there. But getting the foot in the door based just on applying on a few websites, it's harder. And it that's is. most exactly. of the immigrants at times, they struggle with. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, networking here is huge. So if you can get out your yourself out there and just... You know, it's uncomfortable at first, but I, but then once you open up and just, you know, it's, it's okay. Like just open up and go up to someone, to a stranger, like, hi, my name is so-and-so and what do you do? And then and strike up a conversation like that. And it takes, it takes some energy out of you. Like even me, like I love meeting people, but I, I understand like sometimes I do, I do like my, my quiet alone times as well, because it can be very exhausting and um Yeah. Yeah, with the long, with the weekends and you work so hard and then uh, with the weekdays you work so hard and over the weekends you're tired and that's when you have to go for these networking or volunteer event opportunities. Uh, yeah, that's where it's, uh, it gets a little harder, but it's worth it. It is and it's satisfying, exactly. And, 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 what, and if, you, if you help the community in the process, it's even better. It's just such a good feeling as well. Mm, I can understand that. Totally on that with you. So that brings us to the end of our interview. And thanks again for to you to be on take time out, be on the show, and uh, I wish you and Tammy all the very best for the wedding coming up or planning, and um, yeah, and so happy to see the two of you together. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for asking me to join. This is so cool, and I wish you all the best. I can't wait to hear more about it. Well, I hope you liked this episode with Susanna. Please join us for our next episode next time. This is RV signing off Beaver Tales. is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own RB.